The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. John, did you know that elephants are the only mammals that can't jump? Really? Yeah. I'm almost giving them a run for their money. (laughs) How does that make sense, though? Like... So they can't like, I mean, I know they're big, not, but what, what does that say about our society? Them. Society though, body shaming. But because they're a little bit thicker than everybody else, and they can't be athletes. They can't run because running is basically jumping. They can run. I mean, you're getting both. Like they can't do a running jump. I've seen safari like clips on YouTube and stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the same. Well, what's the definition definition of a jump? Is it all legs off the ground? Because if so, I'm sure that they, they have all of their legs yeah. at, at one point. Do they all have to leave at the same time? Because mm, then I'm thinking a lot. Of, can a deer do that? Well, a deer, like, they prance around. But that, So does an elephant. No, but deer prance. Elephants run or jog. Could you beat an elephant in a foot race? <laughs> no, dude. I bet elephants are fast. No way. Yeah, you freaking think? elephant. Is there a difference? There's elephants aren't from anywhere but Africa. Aren't there two? Isn't there the African elephant and the Asian elephant? Really? I didn't know that. Christy, can you back me up on this? What? Is there an African elephant and an Asian elephant? St- oh, yeah. St- stats department. Let me hit us. All right. We got a big show. Yeah. While stats department's checking that out, we'll we'll talk about what we got. Big show. Mike Gardabasio of the 562.org on the show. Locally world famous. He talks about his new book coming out. Big new book coming out. I, I still haven't decided if I'm going to read it or not. <laughs> no, it's you. The, you kind of always take the, uh, take the spotlight on the guy that doesn't read. I've read a book in like four years. Yeah, I'm I know. Say that. I know, but like you have the ability to read a book. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I think. You haven't done it in a while. Only two. Wait, what are the two different? What's the two elephants? Asian. Mm, it's like Adam and Eve. There's what the Asian a- elephant and the African elephant and the white elephant. You don't know what you're going to give yeah, that one. Yeah, huh? well, the white elephant, little non-athletic, if you ask me. Uh, Mike Adabasio, 562.org, talking about his new book. It's the Poly book. It's the history of Poly High School, mm. which is kind of sick because, like, some of the facts he was saying about how like old the school is, like, you don't think about that kind of stuff. Pre 1900. Yeah. That's unreal. That's old. That's before that's like Lincoln's time. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually kind of right. I yeah. I never think about it in those terms cuz I think of like the 1800s in America and 1800s in Long Beach is different. Was Le- Lincoln alive in 1849? For sure. You think? I think he Wait, was I don't know when was Lincoln. Lincoln was in the 1800s. I I'm But like earlier, I was thinking, I kind of like you was thinking later? 1860s. I was thinking 50s, like, oh, so maybe he was around. Uh, Chrissy, can you look up? Yeah, stats again. When was 
When was he alive? Uh, so Abe Lincoln was around when California was founded. Uh, pretty, he probably was the one that got us over here, to be honest. Oh yeah. When she, yeah, he was president in 1861. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So oh, he so around. he definitely wasn't alive in 1890. Oh, so he, he, he never... Yeah, John Wilkes Booth and whatnot. Uh, tough. He didn't get to experience Long Beach. That's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, well, he got assassinated. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but he was assassinated. Spoiler alert, if you've never seen, <laughs> if you've never seen Lincoln. Yeah, good thing I just watched it last month. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some of the, some of these segments before for our interview. Got a couple of some news around around the city, John. Before we okay. before we start this thing, uh, this one's called "Would Have Been Tight." Uh, the U.S. Sumo Wrestling Championships were at the Pyramid last weekend. Uh, Would have been tight if I went, but I didn't. Uh, like people have to realize things. You can't do stuff. You can't hold your event during March Madness. Like, that's stupid. Mm. And I know that people want to do their things during March because that's the sickest month, but you're you're going against too many things in that month for you to hold your event then, right? Like, I don't know, I feel bad for saying this, but, like, opening day of baseball, and you're, you're going to go up against... I totally agree. It, what t- are you doing? It doesn't even feel like it. I can't believe tomorrow's opening day. It's March Madness. What are they doing? That's stupid. That They're stupid. not going to... Like, zero people know that... Two games have been already played. Well, yeah. more than zero because probably you, me, and our listeners. But mm-hmm. that's it. Nobody else. Like Nobody watched that game in Japan. Could, I know we harp on this all the time, but can we talk about the fact that March is done? Where the hell did it go, Paul? I don't... Dude, it's almost the 30th. That's a joke. What's the date today? It's late. It's late as shit. It's the 27th, I believe, today. As a, we're doing this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, when it come, when this pod comes out, it's gonna be twenty eighth already. What? That makes zero sense. I don't even remember it. No. Rest in peace. We should do a video, a tribute video to March, mm. and then we can watch it like in six months and be like, oh man, it's coming back soon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because like Lincoln, he'll he's not coming back because he died, but March will come back every <laughs> year. You know. Uh. I was wonder. I saw someone that was at that U.S. sumo wrestling thing on their Instagram. Dude, story, did you see the pictures? And I thought they were in. I was like, I was like, this person went to freaking Japan. Well, when it's a U.S. sumo wrestling, does that mean that it's only United States people, Americans? I guess sumo is Japanese, right? Yeah, like you got to assume that sumo wrestlers from Japan are the best. Yeah, or China. I don't know if it, where it's from. I'm got to assume it's Japan. But do they compete in in? United States, because that'd be sick if we had a bunch of like sick Japanese so. sumo wrestlers in Long Beach. I also, I didn't see any fat people this. Well, I guess I was inside the you entire know what? time. I bet the sushi places were going off. Oh, by Plu and Sushi Kanoya over yeah, here. Yeah, for sure going. Probably up. just absolutely. Dude, sushi on fire was probably literally on yeah, fire. Yeah, they couldn't. You couldn't fit that many people in there if they're all sumo wrestlers. Probably the worst day of business ever for China Star. They just all hate. <laughs> Dude, hey. Do Chinese people and Japanese people hate each other? I'm pretty sure. Just because of that South Park episode. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty walk. You know what I found? Like a lot of my a lot of the things I know about the world, because I don't watch the news, are just from Family Guy and South Park, and they're usually pretty spot on. They're usually like good. I can usually bullshit my way through a serious conversation just based off stuff I know from South Park and Family Guy. I I don't think that they're buddies. I don't think so either. But I don't think they hate each other. Oh, they do? Oh, really? Wow, this just in. Japanese people and Chinese people hate each other. 
Sound okay. like that. We're melting pot over yeah. here. Hey, let's try to go to that sumo thing next year. Yep. Book it. But if they if it's during March Madness, I can't. But you know. Like why don't they hold it in? I feel like in past years I've heard about it. And this year I didn't. Do you think it's because I'm skinny now? Probably. Yeah. Do they should hold it in like January. Like the middle of January. Yep. Cause it's gonna be cold. Grace. Fat night. people sweat a lot, so they probably want it to be chilly. Yeah. No. So I don't know. January. I heard one of these fitness things the other day where it's saying the worst thing you could ever do is stretch before you run because you're. Mu- it's like I don't know. You're supposed to like get a warm up, warm up I, yeah, a I little though. But they're saying it's the worst thing of all time. You tell me, what if I'm only gonna stretch before I go or not at all? Then what? then do before. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't don't act at like all, I'm actually. gonna break my body because I stretched before I ran. I'm a show and go guy. There is no stretching when it comes yeah. to me. My muscles are already ready to go. I mean, my legs don't get high enough off the ground to even. <laughs> True. But, like, it's mu- what do they say? Muscle memory. Isn't that, like, a thing? That's a thing. So, my body knows I'm going to get up at some point during the day. So, I don't need to stretch. What, do we, what, what is wrong with us? Where did that come from? I don't know. I'm- All right, next one. Uh, what the hell, Long Beach? So, this is called. What the hell, Long Beach? Somebody stole the Martin Luther King plaque. In Long Beach, what you know the Martin Luther King statue, which probably has is got to be on Martin Luther King Boulevard somewhere. <laughs> like that's just my guess. I'm gonna say I don't know where this is, but why? That's pretty messed up. They said somebody stole it. Just a plaque. The plaque was worth nine hundred and fifty dollars, according to like D Andrews in that district. Huh? They're trying to find a close-up photo for some kind of record to see what it said, so they can make a new plaque. But, like, what the hell, Long Beach? If you're going to steal something, don't steal the Martin Luther King well, where plaque. Where was this plaque? I've never seen it. Well, there's a statue of Martin Luther King somewhere in the city. And um, it's got to be on Martin Luther King Boulevard. And there's a plaque on it with all the sponsors that probably donated money mm-hmm. to, for this statue. And there was, like, probably a name and all that stuff. But uh, they stole that plaque. And why would you steal that plaque? Well, are you going to put it in your house? Also, if you need a plaque, I got a good spot for you. University trophies. University trophies. They should, go make your own. They should make a, a new plaque for Long Beach. I think that's probably what they're going to do. If I had to guess. Yeah, like that. Right. I'm. That, um, are they the only people that make plaques in the city? They're the best. They're by far the best. <laughs> I guess you like I can make a plaque. I guess I'll tell you they're also hot on Instagram. University trophies. I know they are. Yeah, the hottest of the. I get tagged in it all the time. Yeah, they're great. Um, but like you know what I mean. Don't, what I don't get is the people that buy their names on top of Signal Hill. Have you ever been to Signal Hill and just like they just sold bricks on Signal Hill to put your name? Did they really? Yeah, it's like what you didn't do anything. Wow, what a scam! Yeah, Signal Hill's doing it right, dude. We should start doing stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. I'll go, I'll sell a brick of like my parents' house. There's bricks on our Ooh, on our porch. Look at that bookshelf right there, full of books that Paul and I are never gonna read. You can we'll engrave your name on it. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Two hundred. Ah, spring special, one fifty. I like that. I like Limited that. Limited time. Little Mark. No, it's March. It's a March special. March, March special. Yeah. Call us today. That's not bad. A lot of people see that. <laughs> yeah, they. Mike Garbasio just saw it. He's verified on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Don't. But Long Beach, if you're listening to this, don't dick around, please. Yep. Like, what's your problem? Oh, you know who it was? Those Signal Hill people, probably. Yeah, they want all the plaques themselves. What's the deal with Signal Hill, by the way? Who is 
Who lives there? Who says who says they're like from Signal Hill? I hear people say it and it's pretty weird. Like Curly's is in Signal Hill, which is kind of sick. So great. Yeah. Which is like I get it. But why would you say you're from Signal Hill? You know what they do is they say I hear I hear this a lot because uh not a lot, but people be like, Oh, I don't get your magazine. Um and they're and I'm like, Oh, do you live uh, in East Long Beach? And like I'm right next to it. I'm in Signal Hill. I'm like, well, it's literally called Long Beach 908. Yeah, yeah true. Like, it's not called Sig. It's they have the Signal Hill Tribune. There's whole. They have a whole newspaper. Signal Hill as a what? How? Yeah. Nothing happened. Isn't it like I did an a internship block? there one time. No way. It was wild. Isn't it just a block? The guy. This is a good story. The guy who taught me how to do use Photoshop worked at the Signal Hill Tribune. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this on air, but we're just going to say it because it's been a while. It's been a long time. Did he die? I don't know. I don't know if he still works there. I don't know if he's dead. Is it Abraham But Lincoln? he hated this other guy that worked there. No way. <laughs> In the office. Beef, eh? Yeah, there's a little inner office beef. And, uh, and like, one day he was teaching me how to use Photoshop, and uh, this other guy he hated was just blabbering, 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 and just, like, and then the, the annoying guy left, and the guy turns to me and goes, I hate that guy. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, he goes, you should have seen it last week. I put a bunch of sugar water near his desk so that a bunch of ants would come, and he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's not bad. That's a good That's a good one. Sugar water by the desk. Hey, if I start getting ants by my desk, I'm going to be mad off, bro, because yeah. I know it's going to be you. Signal Hill. We should spend more time there. We should. Hey, low-key, though, for all the listeners out there, if you've never been to Curly's, I Greatest suggest you go. It's out Rocky. I suggest you go. I went there last place. week. I know. I didn't, but I should have. What a time to be alive it is when you're in there. Yeah. Beers. The Did you beers, know I they went? got a lot of beers. I went to Curly's by myself last week. I didn't know. I didn't For know. For breakfast. Wrote an article. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Good French toast. Yep. Is that what you got? Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's get to the interview uh, with Mike Gardabasio of the 562.org. Uh, when we spend time with him, JJ wasn't there. Uh, when we spend time with him and JJ, like our interviews could go so much longer, but you have to shut it down at some point yeah, because people will stop listening to our show, you know, mm-hmm. if it's just us dicking around. Uh, but he wrote this book with Tyler Hendrickson, who works over at Long Beach State, he used to work uh, with Mike and JJ back in the day. Uh, can't wait to read it, by the way. It's going to be unreal. Uh, <laughs> All right, you, you got anything else to, before we toss it to it? No, I toss it. Okay, let's get it to Mike Gardabasio, 562.org, the Pauly book. Oh, man, I feel like, wow. It's like I come over, it's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. I come in, it's like a little like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons, your mom, and it's like you still got it. Back in studio. I'm back in studio after that epic interview with Misty May. We got another Long Beach legend, Mike <laughs> Gardabasio. Is, it, that. is that the first time that you've been put up together with Misty May? Um, Who's no. sick of you or her? Uh, well, she's the greatest of all time, and I'm just <laughs> <Okay>. Mike. So, <laughs> <laughs> and if you heard last week's pod where she shows up with the Ellen mug, Mike very much just shows up with, with a cheap plastic <laughs> water bottle yeah. from Walmart. Oh yeah, well, no, it's from Target, my guy. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, we've for really sure. stepped up. We've That's really a Target water bottle. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's making me feel better. <laughs> I want to start with this, Mike. Everybody knows who you are, Mike Garabasio. Hi. When's the last time that you had a day off? Uh, Christmas. 
Christmas Day? JJ and I took this year, we took Christmas to New Year's off. And we did it because we had not had any time off since the summer. And that's the case now as well. I have not taken a Sunday or a, anything off. Jeez. Yet. That's insane. I don't say that proudly. I want to be clear. Like, I'm not like a Bill Belichick, no days off. Like, I would like days off. I, we just haven't had any. <laughs> like, you don't look tired, though. Um, I, sl- I got 10 hours of sleep last night. Wow. Uh, t- t- uh, Tyler and I stayed up until 5 o'clock in the morning Monday night finishing the book up. Yeah. And so then Tuesday, I came home from covering a volleyball match. And I literally just went to sleep at like eight o'clock. So I feel great right now. But it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a long day. Today. <laughs> yeah. We so this is why we have Mike on. He's got a book coming out. You oh, just man. finished it. We literally just finished it like forty eight hours ago. Well, what's this book about? It is a history of Long Beach Poly, the high school, not sports, but like the race riots and the earthquake and like all the ups and downs of everything that the school has gone through, which really is more of a history of Long Beach than I think people would expect it to be. Because we yeah. talk about the Cambodian immigration to Long Beach, the refugee crisis, um, all that stuff. So, yeah, we literally just turned it in on Monday. That's <laughs> incredible. Who'd you turn it into? Uh, it's being published by the History Press. They did the football and basketball books that I've got out. Um, and so I, I wanted to be done writing books for a while, but this opportunity kind of came up and I was like, you know, that's a that's a that's a rare one. And I think we could actually make some money off of it. So we uh, we hopped on that. And uh, now I'd like to not write any more books for I was gonna say, a like, considerable amount of time. Can you explain the writing writing process? Because it sounds miserable. So it's of you a and book? Tyler, right? Yeah, of a book. Yeah. Tyler Hendrickson. Yeah, so I mean, like a big thing for me, so I did the football book by myself, and I finished it literally, I want to say like three months after my son Vincent was born. And so I mean, it was just like, it was it was horrible. I mean, I, like I wrote that book in a week. Like I researched it for a year, and then I just went to grounds every day for like eight hours. Like when they nice. opened to when they closed, and I would just sit down and write. Um, so then with the basketball book, I had Chris Trevino wrote it with me because I just realized like, I need someone to like, I like Paul knows how I work. Like I need someone to like BS with and like crack jokes at two in the morning or whatever, Mm -hmm. or I'm just not going to survive. So I did that one with Chris and then, um, Tyler and I had always kind of kicked around the idea of doing a big history project like that. And so when that came up, yeah, I, I asked him if he wanted to do it and he was pretty excited, uh, to jump on that. So, but the writing process is like. I really like writing. That's what I w- I've always wanted to do or whatever, but it's miserable, bro. It really is. Like, it's just, it's lonely and you just like sit there and you feel like everything you're doing is terrible. And the way that my job is just like your guys, you guys record a podcast, you put it up, you get feedback on it. Like I cover a baseball game. We put the video up that night. If people don't like it, they tell us right away. If they like it, they tell us right away. And then I move on. And the book, like we've been working on this for three years and there's just no feedback or like yeah. nothing to keep you going on it. It's don't, just like stupid. Don't you feel like like uh, when I've done stuff stuff like that, I'm just sitting there like, God damn it, no one knows how hard I'm working. Yes, on. oh I mean, for sure. And like, like no one's gonna, ever gonna know. Someone's gonna pick this book up at Barnes and Noble and they're gonna flip through it and be like, Oh, cool, a picture of Cameron Diaz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like drop it down or they'll read it in an afternoon or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I can't even sit down and read a book, dude. Like you're not the target audience, Paul. No, I, well, I know. <laughs> well, let's. Well, let's. What kind of picture of Cameron Diaz is it? Let's let's talk about that. High school cheerleader. Oh, yeah. That's so that's rare, that's rare unique. Footage. Yeah, for sure. We got a lot of old pictures of famous people. We have Snoop Dogg at Polly North, like rapping in tenth grade with like big headphones on. Oh, oh cool. 
<laughs> the any, full any cans, quotes you know? from anybody? Uh, dude, we really were able to interview quite a number of pretty prominent alumni. We had a great interview with Cameron Diaz where she kind of explained her relationship with Long Beach in a different way than I'd heard. Uh, I, Tyler and I told her in the interview, I was like, I, the press telegram has really failed you. Like, no one's ever really told your story like in the city, yeah. you know, in any kind of a real way. Willie McGinnis called us at one o'clock in the morning the night we finished the book. <laughs> no way. Yeah. He like from the he's at the the NFL owners meetings that are going on this yeah. week and he's like out there with the Patriots and he just like got back to his hotel at three in the morning his time and just was like, I promised Rob Shock I'd call these guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was good. That was like a pretty raw interview with Willie as he got ready for bed at three o'clock in the morning. Um but yeah, man, yeah, lots of lots of good quotes. I don't really remember a ton of sp- did you just like did you just like <laughs> pl- plug and play these quotes like the, you just looked for a spot in the book and was just like all right this is a good fit for this Willie McGinnis quote because you got to get Willie in it yeah for sure I mean yeah so basically yes like there's two halves of the book the first is like a straight history of like 1895 to now all the stuff that's happened at the schools like I saw the race riots and the programs they put in to recover from that and then the second half of it is more like here's a chapter on the top athletes, here's a chapter on the top musicians. So with someone like Willie, he could really talk about what the school was like in the 80s as well as what the sports program's like, especially because um, his daughter, who's like a future All-American volleyball player, is at the school now. So he's kind of got that like global view of what it was like. And I found out researching the book, I didn't know this, but like Willie was in CIC. Like he was a 4.0 student at Poly. Yeah. Which so like he's sort of that ultimate guy that they want to hold up as like, Here's someone who accomplished a lot in sports. He's obviously a thorough guy as well. Like, no one's going to say anything bad to William McGinnis. Right. And he was also, like, a straight-A student. He's, I mean, I see him on NFL Network, and he just seems like a guy that knows what he's talking about. And he's like... And you're not going to tell him he doesn't know what he's talking exactly, about. Exactly. Because he looks like the meanest <laughs> person he looks, on earth. He looks like he's, it looks like he could go play in the NFL next weekend. So it goes from, <laughs> it goes from like, eight, the 1890s to... Yeah. Up like till now. now? Yeah, basically. How did you research the 1890s um books yeah so i mean read? yeah well, there wasn't anyone around to interview unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> from the 1890s true <laughs> um yeah we read a lot of old newspapers and um old like old books and just sort of like a history of the city like poly was actually founded in 1895 two years before the city was officially incorporated which i think is crazy um so literally the, his, the first part of the book is really, like I said, a history of Long Beach. It's like, here's how the city was growing. Polly was, at that time, it was Long Beach High School. It was the only high school. So it's really like the city, it, it was a crazy number, too. I don't remember what it was. But it was like there was like 30 people in the city, and they passed a $10,000 bond to build a high school. Because they were like, well, we know this is gonna, we know this city is going to be great. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to have a place to put our kids. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's really more of a history of, like, how focused on education and how much it was already, like, a place for young families I think very much like the aesthetic of what you guys have with the magazine. Like that was already what the city was. It was like a place people wanted to come and have kids and raise a family, even though it was like a mud pit. <laughs> what did you guys figure out what year they established like stuff like pace and CIC? So kids had something to brag about to other kids. Yeah. Like, so they, when, so when they had they, something they could be super elitist. When did they about? like, instead of just doing what everyone else is doing, they said we shouldn't have a name so yeah. that people can brag. This was the craziest thing, dude. Like, so, so, like, when we all grew up in Long Beach, the school's stable. Like, most of the Long Beach schools, it's like there's a really good racial mix, and it's like it's really harmonious, right? Like, I mean, and when I'm sure this is the case for you guys as well, you you go to college or you meet people who aren't from Long Beach, and you have no frame of reference for the way that they grew up, right? It's just like, oh, you just only grew up around like white kids, yeah. <laughs> or like whatever, right? So. 
the thing that was crazy to us was like late 60s early 70s there are all these like crazy race riots at the campus and i mean like like carl Cohn, i think said this 1972 one there's like 500 kids fighting in the quad like trying to kill each other (laughs) so specifically in like the late 70s all these programs like pace and everything were specifically brought in as a way of keeping white kids at the school i mean like straight up and it's explicit in the language like the superintendent writing napoleon saying we want you to up the enrollment of pace by 50, but you have to make sure it's only white kids. You know? <laughs> but it was like it, it was this fascinating thing. And we talked to a lot of the black uh, the black community members who were involved in doing this. Like the idea was to, quote, integrate the school, but like with more white kids. Like usually yeah. you think of school yeah. integration and it's yeah. like you're trying to bring in like the black population or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was the exact opposite there. So that's what those programs were started to to kind of do was like, hey, we're going to get, you know, at the time it was really the only school in California that was doing a ton of uh uh, AP classes, which obviously now all the high schools in Long Beach do a ton of, but that was the thing was like, if you'll send your kid from East Long Beach to Poly, we'll get them a free semester of college, basically, like yeah. over this four years. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but yes, very clearly super elitist from the start. Like they were <laughs> yeah. taking those kids on. My wife was in Pace, so like I can, I feel like I can, you know, talk shit on Pace all I want. But like, she probably reminds you every day. No, she's good, but it was the first couple years for sure. Like. <laughs> <laughs> She was a valedictorian too, Paul. You know, so. Um, so but was Grossi. Grossi was a valedictorian. Well, I wasn't in pace. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was just at. Well, I mean, sure. Actually, no. I'm thinking about Milken. Kind of has the same thing. Like everyone, Paul is like, ah, oh, CIC. Milken's like, oh, it's Quest. So like, Wilson, you're at Wilson. Is there? There's not a magnet. Isn't this distinguished college or something? Is they have a program? Don't they? I mean, that's just. This guy. It's just tra- a regular program. He's trying to play it off like he's he's not as. Uh, how many how many APs did you take when you were in high school? You probably had a year of college credit. All of them, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm like this. You're just trying to doubt, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did I? Was I in Quest? Yes. Yes. Did I play three sports there? Yes. Yes. I did. Oh, obviously. I got a good question. Yeah. So Milliken versus Polly 2009 is not going to be in this book. No. Oh, that sad. would be that would be a whole chapter in the Milliken book, though. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, they might have a wow. chapter about What this. else did you leave out, Mike? <laughs> what else about Paul did I leave out of this book? <laughs> about this book about a high school he didn't go to? Yeah. Um, My name is Polly. So. That's Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's true. I, we should have dedicated it to you. Yeah. We still the, have time. The book's not the, gonna. What's it called? The Polly book? Yeah. Oh, that could have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been you calling it. Yeah. it. <laughs> what's the book called? Uh, it's called Scholars and Champions: uh, History of Long Beach Poly, and uh, I we don't it, we literally turned it in so recently I don't have a, re- a release date, okay. but people can follow our Twitter. I think is Scholars Champions. I don't remember. If you search Scholars Champions, it'll come up, and then we have a Facebook as well. So if anyone's interested in the book, uh, hop on those, and then when we get the release date and all that stuff. We'll we'll announce all that. Okay, sick. Um, I'll buy one. I appreciate it. We should do a uh, we should do a like read a popcorn read along type of thing, mm. just so I can finish it. I'm just. It's I'm pretty just long. Gonna, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do the thing where I just read it like every time I'm at Barnes and Nobles, but I never buy. Oh yeah, it. yeah, that's good. Money. Do you, don't yeah, you for sure. Yeah. yeah, I you. I'll, we'll send you. I'll tell you what. We'll send you guys a review copy. How about oh, that? I, I was gonna ask. It. Are can, you actually can, done, or do you? Is it still, like an editing stage? I mean, they're still gonna send back some edits to us, but as far as like, I'm not staying up late working on it anymore. So like, there's still nice. there's still a little ba- back and forth, and it hasn't been designed. There's no cover. Like a, like yeah, we're still pretty. We're at the end of our process, but we're early in the process of turning the work into a into a book, I guess. But I, we will make sure we get to send a list of of uh, publications that get a review copy, and we'll make sure oh. 908's on that. Oh awesome. hell yeah! Every okay. Long Beach publication except for one will be on the list. So. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, so you are you just still at war with Press Arm? You hate him? No, uh, no, I don't. No, not at all. But uh, but I'm not going to send him a free copy of the book though. So yeah. that's. I mean, I think the position JJ and I have kind of taken is like like we're cool with everybody and we're extra cool with anyone that did not fire us. You know nice. what I mean? Which yeah. I think is like a that, that's reasonable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to be like. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. We don't like tr- like they have a sports writer. We don't like trip the guy or something like that. But I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like get good information from a coach in front of him. Either. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll punk him for you. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I got you back. <laughs> All right. Speaking of sports, yeah. Uh, did the mayor jinx us? No. For the national championship. No, but USC screwed us bad, dude. Okay. Are you talking about the loss or about for the national championship? I'm talking about the I'm talking about the loss uh, on the road at USC. Uh, this happened just right after the mayor had to butt in and say that, oh, we're we got a national championship coming up, and then all of a sudden we lose. I sa- I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say it was his fault, but I'm just saying I'm trying to connect a few dots here. Um, yeah, I'm a superstitious guy, Mike. You know this. You are a very superstitious guy. No, they uh, USC. They didn't. The Kids Choice Awards was going on in the Galen Center. So they didn't get to play the game in the Galen Center. Yeah, it was in that little gym. It was in the North Gym. It's literally, I think it's the only thing at USC that someone has not paid to put their name on. Like, that's how useless this gym is. It's smaller than the gold mine. It's smaller than Wilson. It's smaller than Wilson's gym. It has 500 fixed seats. It looked like it. And they had the number one team in the country in there. They're, They're not able to do all their usual serves because they have the raised backboard. Over the back, oh, over the baseline. Here we go. Here we so go. they can't throw the ball up in the air. I mean, it was really so like. Were they doing the little underhand serve? Yeah, no, I mean, they still, they just had to move to the side. But, dude, it was like, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And, like, some of the parents obviously were furious. Just like, the NCAA shouldn't allow this. You know, like. Yeah. So who won? USC swept Long Beach State. Swept. No, 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 the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it was for Nickelodeon? Gak, the makers of Gak won. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it was worth. So it was worth it. Yeah, Good. for sure. Okay. Do you have it? Guts. Well, dude, we were my friend Ryan and I were cracking up. We're leaving, and we we're like, we didn't know what the scheduling conflict was. We thought it was like maybe NCAA basketball was going on or something. Yeah. We weren't aware of it, and we're driving, and they have the whole street closed down. And they're like, there's the big Nickelodeon blimp, and we're like, you're shitting me. That's insane. <laughs> to me. The Kids Choice Awards. What? What? Like. With like the military outside guarding the tent. That's where you they go to the mean? Galen Center. That well, doesn't yeah. seem normal to me. When did they find out that it was going to be? I think like gym. that week, bro. Yeah. What? Well, a lot of bad things have been happening at SC recently, so it makes sense that they didn't have this all figured they out. They're like, we need something. We need to beat Long Beach State. We have to do whatever we can do. Yeah. Let's put them. Let's make them literally play inside of this. Like the small. If you were to go to like Poly or Milliken or Wilson, like it's the small gym. You know what I mean? That's, it's not even like the geez. regular high school gym. Like Long Beach City College, a small gym, this, or even smaller. It's no, it's it's the building is smaller than the small gym at LBCC. There's slightly more seats because there's seats on the other side of it. Damn. It's it was like, it was cool because they had the band in there, so it was loud and it was crazy. But it was also like the whole time you're like, this is the number one team in the country, and you're yeah, like, yeah, making looking to go undefeated. Like, Wait, so so why did you say? Now are there like is are they not going to get in the national championship because of that? No, yeah. they should be no, they should be fine. No, for, fine. They, yeah, they should be fine for all that. But they they had a shot. They had a pretty good shot at being the first undefeated team since I think like Karch Karai at UCLA in '84 or something. And that's that's gone now. Is so that good? That hurts. Is that good? That hurts a little bit. Karch, I was excited I, about I, that. I don't know much about Karch Karai myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty excited about the undefeated season, so that's gone though. 
Uh, I was so bummed. Especially, I knew something was wrong. Because Dude, they got, they got their ass kicked. Because well, they got swept. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, there's no way this team gets swept. Something <laughs> it, happened. It was the first time in two years they've been swept. And it's only that whole, the core of like the three National Player of the Year type guys. It's the fourth time only in the entire time they've been at Long Beach State. This is their senior year that they yeah. took a sweep. It's brutal. Wow. They haven't lost in the pyramid in like since like 2016, which yeah. is good news because the Big West and the national championships. Big here. West is in Hawaii. Oh, is it? It's going to be tough. Okay. They already sold, They basically already sold the Stan Sheriff Center out. It's going to be crazy. Damn, really? I'm trying to go, bro. I'm trying to sneak into a, like a someone's backpack or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure freaking Tuaniga could get it going. <laughs> yeah, I think setters have to have more gear. If I had a, they have to have multiple balls. It seems like I always like from. A couple years ago, thought DeFalco was like the guy, but Tuaniga's been getting more hype. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like football. Like, like TJ would be like a great running back or a wide receiver, and then Josh is like an All American quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's the dude who starts every offensive play or whatever. So, and he, but they're both the best at their position in the country. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And it's not close. No, you know Josh is an East Long Beach guy. Yeah, I I was he was Stanford that. Middle School. Did he? His, yeah, his little sister too. They're both. I believe they're both Prisk Stanford, and then he uh, and then the dad just does not mess with LBUSD for high school. So Josh went to Bosco for a year, and then Huntington Beach with TJ, where they did not lose a game their sophomore, junior, senior year. And then his sister kills me, and I give the dad crap about this every time. Is All American setter at Modern Day. Oh yeah, but they live they live like right by campus. They live at like Palo Verde and Atherton. Oh nice. Yeah, they my neighbors. Maybe, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you should have peppered with him outside. He might have been a little bit of a better, better of an athlete. Well, to be honest, like I was a setter when we played like that one time for fun. And, uh, <laughs> it's basically the same thing. I mean, basically, I was just I was too scared to be the guy going up for the blocks. So I was the setter. And no, what he does scared to go for the block. You couldn't get over the net. <laughs> well, well, both. It's actually like you got to play on the short net, dude. It's a non sequitur or whatever, because I like. I I can't get over the net, so the ball can't hit me. I'm still like flinching. Yeah, I'm basically I'm just a bitch. All right, <laughs> next all question. Yeah. Oh, you guys wrote down questions. I thought you were just like checking Twitter on your phones or whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, well, I don't know if Paul does. I I'm on I'm on Twitter right now. Okay. Are you? But you wrote questions down. Okay, I got it. Well, well, let me go to a different question since you're on Twitter. Because one of my questions for you is, how do I get a Twitter following? Oh, um, you just got to be, like, funny and, like, I don't know. It's going to be a little bit of difficulty there for you, John. (laughs) This guy's tweets are just – some of them are home runs. And then some of them are just like, dude, keep those thoughts to yourself. You're talking about John or me? No, John. Oh, yeah, Pulling out the old Ashley Fries, like, saying whatever's on his mind. (laughs) No, that's not true. I I think a little clever things that I think – Every single one I think is gonna go viral, and I never get more than four to six likes. <laughs> you got like a your Twitter account is like folksy. Yeah. I would say it's like fo- would you say it's folksy, Paul? Yeah, yeah. I think the problem is maybe I'm like in the, your guys' little Twitter community all about freaking sports, and I'm trying to be like you're trying to you're trying to expand. I'm your trying horizons. to be like Woody Guthrie. Yeah, yeah. Well, if eighty year old adults had Twitter, you'd be hot. Yeah, I think that's totally true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Legit. Like, my grandpa and grandma would, like, they would, if they were around and had cell phones <laughs> and knew how to use the cell phones yeah. and had a Twitter account knew how to use a Twitter account, they would send me screenshot tweets of John's, yeah, like, like, all the time. Yeah, this guy is hilarious. <laughs> it's all, like, uh, yeah, ni- 1920s commentary on, like, the Midwest <laughs> in America. Yeah. Dude, dude, my... I don't know why there's no market for that. <laughs> Your Twitter, I some sometimes... Like I just can't believe some of the retweets you get. Like you're damn near famous. That's sick. I'm like uh like five hundred retweets. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a really annoying actually what's, when you have a tweet how, that most, blows up a little bit. What's the most that you have on a tr- single tweet? Yeah, from oh, Ortiz. I have no, I have no idea. Um, Thousands? I don't know. I've had a couple that have gone up that high, and you basically just have to like shut your phone off because it'll ki- like I turned all the notifications off and stuff like that because it just drains your phone battery. Well, I got a question. How? Yeah. For if you're famous, like an athlete or whatever, and you have a uh, you have a bunch of followers. Yeah. What do they do? Like, because sometimes they respond. Do, is there like a, a mode where you put, if you follow the person, that person's notification comes up? Oh, yeah. Comes up? It's is like that a, how that they, works? It, so if you're verified, they, there's like a couple different extra filters you can put on. And, dude, I, like, I'll talk about that with Juju or whatever all the time. Like, I have 6,000 followers, and I feel like I've got to step away from Twitter sometimes because it's just, like, too much crap, like, coming in all the time. Yeah. I can't imagine the dudes that have, like, a million followers and stuff like that. I honestly don't know... They must just have someone else to like take care of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, you do. You have a button you can push where it's like, I only want to hear from people I follow. There's a quality filter thing you can turn on where like, if an, if an account has less than a hundred followers or something, like they just don't exist to you. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's there's all kinds of stuff like I that. Don't, I don't I don't I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't I don't well, I don't. The rich get richer, huh? Yeah, it's not I'm crazy enough like for me. It's not crazy enough for me to like have all that stuff on or whatever. But like, yeah, I can I I can because the thing with Twitter is like they have to convince Juju to be on Twitter or there's no point of anyone else being on Twitter, right? right. But then they have to make it not a miserable experience for him so that he stays on Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we. And all of our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. I know. I do listen to the show. You guys know I listen to the show. I yeah. text you about the show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Are text you? John because oh. John doesn't. Uh, me doesn't and because I, I don't have over 100 followers on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't exist. To I Mike. try and text John Mike, and it just disappears. My phone's like, you don't want to talk to this Mike, guy. Right uh, now. Mike Blue Check, whatever, <laughs> guard boss. Yeah, it's too good for me. That's fine. I remember when you first got a blue check. I was like, damn, this is sick. <laughs> that was like, guy. honestly, it was like top 10 day of my life. Yeah. I was like, you damn, know? this guy's like the real deal. No, but like, Random people get blue checks now. That kind of pisses me off. I know. Off. It sucks. Every time I see someone who has a blue check that I think, like, doesn't deserve a blue check, I'm like, damn. And then I know that, you like, DM that's them? how other people look at me, too. You like, know, they're like, who's this guy? No, but, <laughs> yeah, but in the city you're famous. You know, you're locally world famous. I'm locally known. That's all I ever wanted to be. Like, I don't want to go to L.A. and have anyone know who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't wait sure. till I get, like, 500 followers and then Mike, like, back text me like happy birthday for all the birthdays that yes before i was cool. i'll be like happy birthday like, oh by the way oh, oh john just 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 saw that you're actually relevant now uh yeah all right just me off give me uh give me an over under for the wins for the dirt bags this year what are they at right now two still uh, yeah. <laughs> they are right they're two yeah, and 19 two. or something two. um damn dude thinking about that two wins is pretty brutal over under nine and a half because the Big West, there's teams yeah. in the Big West oh, that they're going to beat. Bad. Yeah. Like the dirtbags in one. So, Northridge. Uh, Northridge has got to be bad. So at nine and a half. What do you say? You take over, over or under, but I say like ten. I take over, but yeah. The problem is they're going to have ten or at 11. this point. When I hear the word, when you guys just said the word dirtbags, the first image that pops into my mind is like a one mile per hour slow walk of Troy Buckley out to the mound. That's the image that comes to my mind. Yeah. Not like players not Blair Field it's just a slow walk of Troy Buckley and I can't get it out of my head is it bad that I want them to lose no I think I think that's part of the I mean I know a lot of I won't comment on myself I know a lot of people who felt that way about the men's basketball team we're just like I want them to bomb out of the first round of the tournament as hard as possible just to increase the chances that there's a different coach there I, I I hear that and I it makes I think that makes sense but like at the same time, you're a fan of the team. You don't want to like be cussing or whatever if they lose. But I think yeah. it makes sense to like. Sometimes bad things have to happen for something good to happen for your your team. Or I told Fry yesterday. I was <laughs> like, dude, 
he said, what's the score of the Dirtbags game? And I was like, they're probably losing. But honestly, I hope that they lose every game. And right. Then, um, remember when I shotgunned that truly? I kind of messed that whole thing up because I got us a W. <laughs> but uh, but I wanted them to lose every game. So I don't know why I did that. Like, if they went 0-50-something or whatever it is, right. that would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. Content would be unreal. Yeah. The only thing that sucks, dude, is then you, like, know people on the team. Like, I feel super yeah. bad for Huey. Huey's you know sick. what I mean? Dude, I feel so bad for Huey. Or just, he's like, having a good year, though. I, he's having a good year. And, like, when he got to the program, they're, like, a freaking game away from the college world. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and you want the local kid to have that experience. And, like, that just sucks. So, I, anytime I tweet something bad about the dirtbags, I always want to put, like, except for the Long Beach kids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Do you give yourself a quota for work? Um, how do you determine your workload? No, nah, everything's schedule based for us. So like when we hit the summer, I'm not doing a goddamn thing. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, oh, Almighty. But no, so I just whatever just has to be done that day, and it just because of the schedule and because we try and cover everything, it just ends up being a lot of stuff. Do you? What's your what's your like deal with March Madness? I didn't. I just didn't get to watch anything this year because oh, it, it was it was just the last weekend. But it, all the games sucked, though. I mean, what did I miss? Like two close basketball games? Oh uh, no, it was it was well, it was nerve wracking all weekend. If you had money on it. Oh, I had money on it. That's game. what I'm saying. But I was like, I wasn't. I yeah. I just didn't. That's true. I mean, there's ways. Obviously, if I got to Legends and I had a bunch of money on the game, like yeah. it still would have been fun. But like, it looked like it was mostly blowouts. So. Q Smokehouse right now, dude. Two dollar uh, <laughs> pint beers and half off appetizers. Where? Q Smokehouse. What is that? It's like where Famous Dave's used to be. Oh, okay. Downtown. <laughs> hey, downtown. We w- I, this is, by the way, this is how like all three of us know we're officially like turning into old Long Beach guys. You will have to tell me, if there's a name of a new place, you have to tell me what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> for me yeah, to know where sure. it was. Also, <laughs> it's downtown, in, which is like somewhere we never would go. No. But like, dude, like Great Mex to me is still where like chicken pizza pasta or yeah, KFC for used sure. to be. We just talked about that. <laughs> chicken pizza pasta didn't get the, bene- the, yeah. the benefit of the doubt. That, no. pla- that place was epic. It, it was, was there when back. we were in college. Yeah. What if us three brought it back and we all specialize in one? You want to be the chicken guy or the pizza guy? I'm the pizza guy. Because <laughs> you use probably pasta. <laughs> I'll be a pasta. pasta guy well, Paul, sure. actually, Paul is the Paul. You're, I don't know. We could switch. Well, no, we, you, it's a coin flip. Well, I've, I have Kentucky yeah. roots, so I'm chicken. Makes sense. You're a little bit more Italian than I am. What do you have? I'm like sixty percent Italian. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, enough to call myself Italian. I'm a quarter. So Okay. I'll take the pasta. What's the other seventy five percent? Uh I'm a quarter Irish, a quarter English, quarter Norwegian, quarter Italian. I don't know if you yeah. celebrate uh St. Patrick's Day, but I'm a quarter of yeah, yeah. the Irish. So So you're a white guy is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm as white as you can get. Yeah. I'm as white as can you I can get. Can I interest you in the pace program? <laughs> yeah. That's where I should have went. Then I could have said it every day. Man, imagine sure. a Slater not going to a, not going to Milliken, man. I can't even picture that. Hey, you did a great job covering my niece, by the way. That was sick. Hey, dude, I was so happy for her. It's my favorite thing about this job is that like we have these connections with like all the kids in Long Beach or whatever, and yeah. I can just be like, I can just make fun of you and congratulating her and yeah. stuff. It's the best. She was so fired up about the whole thing. My brother too. Oh, uh, she balled out, dude. I just I was because JJ was covering wrestling that night, so I had to cover that game by myself, and I just texted him. I was like, it was Carl had the goal. That's so tight. <laughs> So tight. We always, whenever you were working for us, we always rooted for a relative of yours to do really well to just put you in the most uncomfortable spot possible. I used to hate it, dude. <laughs> like, I don't like. 
Well, cause it's like, what's Paul, like Paul's like, he's not going to write like a feature about his niece. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like how awkward would that be? Yeah. That... It would have been the coolest. We would have made it funny. I feel like, but it would have been super awkward. Yeah. I just always thought he would have had trouble funny. writing it without Moses complimenting himself. Yeah. Right. But he just, he Carly just, Slater with the jeans of Paul Slater. And... <laughs> yeah. So he just on the video, he's just like Carly Slater relation. Yeah. yeah. I would just keep, it pissed me off because I'd be at the game, like filming a Milliken game and I'd be like, I'm clearly, I clearly want Milliken to win and not Lakewood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this right. Is so right. Right. Hard to do. You didn't break through my first year as a sports writer. It, I, it was like that for me. I was like, so my brother had just graduated from poly or whatever. And I was like, well, I know all these people and yeah. I don't know these people. And then you do it for a couple of years and you're like, I don't care, bro. Like yeah. it's more league, you know, like it's more league water polo. Whatever happens, happens as long as I go home and write about it and right. like whatever. And, and as long as Lakewood loses, like that's okay. <laughs> you know what I never let go of? I never let go of the LaSalle thing. Oh, like yeah. La- Lakewood at this point to me, like whatever. I, that, that was, Lakewood was easily the hardest one for me to get over. Because yeah. we used to go get in fights in the parking lot after football games against Lakewood. You know what I mean? I like, should still do I that. hated those kids when I was in high school. But, and then, but you let it go because it's like you get to know everyone and it's all good. But then Los Al, I never, I was never able to let go of it completely. Yeah. It was just Los Al is so shitty, dude. Like, it is just like, and it, it, for me, because I grew up in East Long Beach too, right? Like, you know, half your friends, the the kids whose parents are like afraid of black people or whatever, like yeah. they send their kids to Los Al. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? pretty brutal. And so you just the whole your whole time in high school, you're like, man, you freaking guys, like. And dude. it sucks because you like you'll you'll meet and you'll know people from Los Al, and like they're individually everyone's a great person, right? But they're all super amazing like, individuals. As a, as a generalization, that's the worst one. Yeah, Los Al <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the parents, dude. My my nephew goes there. Two of my nephews go there, and I, I just sit in the stands. And dude, some of the parents are just brutal. The parents are brutal. It's like, come on, man. Like, just be a normal person. Like, <laughs> like you can, you you have when you wake up in the morning. I say this all the time. When you wake up in the morning, you have a choice to either suck or not suck. Yeah, choose not to suck. Just once, like five days out of seven. Yeah. Suck on the weekends. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like, don't do your bullshit lost out thing right. on Saturday night. <laughs> like that, I won't see you. But, like, don't waste my time during this game. Like, let me have fun watching this game. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm on this podcast right now. This is great. All right. Let me me get back to this. What's your favorite part about the Grand Prix? Uh, When it's over and I don't have to think about it for 11 (laughs) months. Three three weeks. Oh, it's the same. I hate the Grand Prix. (laughs) Dude, we talk about it all the time. It's like I actually went for the first time, like, two years ago. I'd never been, and I already hated it. I, I joke it's with JJ fine, all the time because, you know, like, so JJ, JJ moved to Long Beach for college when he was 18. And so he's been enmeshed in Long Beach sports since then. But I would always tell him, like, no one in Long Beach goes to the Grand Prix. No, no I just like, no, like, all you hear from Long Beach people are like complaints, like nonstop. Yes. And, and like, as a sports writer, I can appreciate it as an event. And whenever I go cover the actual race, I enjoy it. Like, it's cool. The drivers are all great. But the event is like, yeah, it's 909ers invade, you know, the 908 yeah. <laughs> or <Wow>. 562, whatever. <laughs> I was there last year and I was just looking around like, like in shock that the people would spend their week in this way. That yeah, people yeah. drove, like people drove. People drove. Like, like, I two felt hours, bad for, I, like, and they paid $30 like, for parking. This is, this is fun for you. Like, like I can imagine how much better it'd be to sit on my couch in air conditioning yeah. than be there. I know. So we, I mean, dude, one of the best things for JJ and I about starting our own thing, um, check out the 562.org, is that like we don't we don't have to do anything that we don't want to do anymore. So yeah. like when we were at the press telegram, we always had to go cover that when they laid the first block down. And it's just like no one cares that yeah. they laid the first block down. I know. Dude. Like I remember, I, had, I, remember I made you do story. it. Yeah, yeah I made you do like, it. One. Yeah. Like, what do you, wait, what do you want me to do, Mike? <laughs> That was the day you quit. Yeah, that was that was the day you quit in your head for sure. And then that story that I wrote, I was on the front page of the 
Oh, the press, press telegram. telegram. I'm like, this? That's, I think that was how I sold you on it. I was like, listen, I know this story's stupid. I know you don't care. I don't care. But you'll be able to show to your parents that you're on the front page of the newspaper. And I'm sure that that'll be sick. A, I'm sure, that. I'm sure that'll be a big deal to them. It was like Polly Slater, front page of the press yeah. telegram. Pretty, actually, you're complaining. I'm pretty sure you did an Instagram post about that, <laughs> no. too. So, yeah. No, we can check through my. We I can, think you did. I think you check, did. We could check through my Instagram. There he, no was so, he was, he was like so that. resentful of me. He was, he was so pissed off. I was mad. It's because it was a Tuesday. I had, a, I had a day off. It was in the morning, and I'm like, God, Mike, this is a joke. All right. I whatever it was, I lied to you about it, too, why I couldn't do it. I was like, yeah, Vincent's got to go to school later. I totally made up an excuse why you had to do it. Anyway, yes, that's my favorite part is when I'm I'm not covering it. Speaking of, of Vincent, my absolute boy, Yeah, who's the best t-ball team in the country this year? The Durham Bulls at Los Altos. <laughs> That's what's baseball called the Durham Bulls. The Durham Bulls. That's a hell of a name. They're the Durham Bulls. Wow. Check out the check out the kids in this. Ga- Who are the coaches of this team? Okay, Mike Gallo's the head coach. Gallo's your head coach. <laughs> oh my god, what a nightmare! I listen. I wish so bad that I had recorded oh everyone's face that I've told Mike Gallo was the head coach of Vincent's team. Oh because my it would be god. the funniest ninety seconds of eyebrows shooting straight up into the air. <laughs> So Gallo's the head coach. Jeff Brooklander is the t- is the no number way. one assistant. How'd this thing get assembled? And I we've don't know. got it's and awesome. then and then we've got like two former like dirtbag guys who are either like players or assistant coaches or something are the two other assistants. So these kids go to practice and there's like nine kids on the team and there's four assistant coaches who are all like coaches, right? Or like guys yeah. who play at a high level. They're doing like two kid stations. And they're like running the kids. They're like, run! You got to get to the next station. And like these kids, like it's crazy how much better they've gotten. Yeah. And you're just looking at it like these guys are. These kids are five years old. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Gallo is a getting coach real for a young kid. Dude, it's amazing. We're having, dude. We're having such a blast. I'm the dugout dad. I was like, I don't need to try and pretend that I'm on the baseball knowledge level of the four other people coaching this team, but yeah. I have to get as many stories about this as possible. Dude, we, that is so We should great. do like a doc. We should do a documentary. JJ, wa- JJ wants me to do a full-on like Netflix documentary about about Pepe coaching. It'd people. be hilarious. <laughs> it's it's been a blast. Having Gallo like talk to these five year old kids. Oh, it'd be phenomenal. We get dude the first practice. He like he gets down on one knee. He's like, all right, brother, bring it in. Come on, guys, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, bro. He like, and then you know how Gallo is too. Like he brought his, uh, he brought his, uh, his like World Series ring or whatever, and he just like flicks it to the kids, and the kids are just like playing around with it, like throwing so it back sick. and forth. <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. <laughs> the funniest thing about it, the kids like love him to death, obviously, and then like Vincent, because of the way he like talks about people, he refers to him by his full name because he's around sports writers and stuff. So yeah. that's how he hears like. <laughs> So we're driving down, uh, we're driving away from his preschool last week, and he looks at me and he goes, Dad, doesn't that guy look like Mike Gallo? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know what I'm thinking? Huh. As, good, as much as Mike probably cares about coaching this team, his brain's already on the end of the year party oh yeah that <laughs> like that's because the pizza party is gonna be unbelievable dude, i'm gonna be epic i'm going to that party. oh for sure dude i'm gonna put yeah i'm gonna put it up on the 562 twitter like we're all at straw hat yeah. saturday I'll 11 a.m i feel like i'm picturing a pool party where mike is is cannonballing like on top of every kid just <laughs> yeah. non-stop and just like hurting kids Which but like mike, everyone's having a blast both mics could do oh that. for yeah. sure yeah, yeah yeah no i'll be down there like oh my god we're gonna get the kids we're gonna get the kids out of the way <laughs> no but he's great i honestly think he's like you couldn't find a better personality for coach five-year-old kids because five-year-old kids could not possibly care less about baseball obviously and there's so much standing around and everything like and last year we we had a good coach last year too but like the kids get bored when they're playing defense and it only two kids ever get the ball hit to them 
they just get bored and Gallo would just be out there going from kid to kid like all right brother you got to stay ready get the glove down remember that alligator chomp you know like it's just like constant oh, that's great. and it, it gets them so excited just because they think he's like funny you yeah. know what i mean it's nice that they have a coach that's literally a five-year-old as well so <laughs> like that helps yeah out, you know pure <laughs> it's for the five-year-olds by the five-year-olds exactly that's great all right mike that's all i got you got any questions any more questions uh yeah, but are we over time? Yeah, we're getting we're getting long. Mike's Mike's got some places to be. We're gonna get him on soon though. Once the book comes out. Yeah, like the, whenever we get a, the release date. Or Let we us get know, and then we'll get it. you right back on. Uh, okay. To talk about it, and we'll we'll try to get ourselves in the book some way. Like once it comes back, like the editing thing. Yeah. Can't wait to do like the thing where like now the book's out and like we're supposed to have read it and the interview you and Paul just like <laughs> ask you about the chapter names. He's like, <laughs> Paul's so just turning through the book in front of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I see there's a picture of a uh, Snoop Dogg on page 176. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to try to read it. I'm going to try to read it just because nobody believes in me. <laughs> I, be- I believe in you. I'll record an audiobook just for you. Oh, We're not going to release God, it. I'm just going to read the book and send it to you. I would love that. Actually, <laughs> you should make me do it. And I- maybe give me a couple bucks. I'll do it. And that way, like, I'll be famous while I'm actually reading this book as well. Yeah. Right? Because you have to read it to do the audiobook. You do, yes. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> The first ever audiobook. You cannot just describe the pages. Like, well, page 18's got a lot of words on it. We're going to gloss over there's, that. There's three of the blobs. What are those called? Dude, no joke. Uh, you probably heard me say this. Paragraphs are literally, like, they're just blobs to me. And then there's one little space of white, and then there's another big black thing. It's like, dude, I don't know what these are. I'm it is one it. of my enduring pieces of pride as a sports editor that JJ and I got you to win a statewide writing award. Yes. Pretty sick. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't get it, dude. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> Fo- football preview section, number one in the state. Special sports section. Yeah. Wow. What an award. Paul Slater. His name's on that thing. Sitting Paul right, Slater. Sitting right here in front of me like a normal guy. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Showing up to work in basketball shorts. <laughs> what an honor this is. Oh, I'm, my. I'm here. This is John Grossi sitting next to Blue Check Guard of Osseo and, <laughs> and state winner Paul Slater. Boy, just some small town guy from. Val- valedictorian John from, Grossi uh, over here. Oh yeah. Wow. What a, what a trio. All right, Mike. Thanks right, for man. doing Th- this, man. Thanks for having we'll, us, uh, we'll get Appreciate you on it. soon. Thanks, bud. Wow. Seven projects. What a time. What an absolute time. Glad we have one more uh, piece of poly literature in the libraries uh, needed it yeah we needed it big time needed it got it needed it got it uh i can't believe that he tried to say the way i could have a bigger following on twitter is to be funny no that's that was the biggest low blow i've ever heard in my life but it's like oh he's got to be funny and stuff it's like what the f-? <laughs> hey but is he wrong is he wrong spot the lie spot the lie so what he just told me was I'm not funny. That hurts. Not funny enough on that Twitter. You, sometimes you are. But you have to you have to it's a, it's showmanship. You got to no. play you got to it's for the crowd, bro. The Twitter crowd. Your your Twitter following doesn't have a Twitter. That's the problem here. Yeah. You know? I think I need to be controversial till I have a following then I can go back and do all these little clever things. Let's work on your stuff. What should we do next? Something controversial? Yeah. Should I just go? Should I see the first tweet right now and just do something real controversial? I like that. Let's, right, let's start see. it. Very first tweet on my feed is I'm gonna go to the top. Do you do latest tweets when you do your Twitter, or do you do I always the go home? To the top. I always go to the top. No, but like you, can, there's a there's a place where you could do 
it's a setting. You could say see the latest tweets or see the most. Oh, the relevant. The relevant tweets. I don't know. I think it's unrelevant. Yeah, I'm a latest tweets guy. I hate the most re- the most relevant stuff. Give me the stuff up to date. That's all I care about. All right, Ashley. Ashley Fry says, "I guess the light I see in you is what you see in me." I guess the light you see. I guess the light I see in you is what you see in me. All right, let's let's hear some so controversy. Let me, let me quote quote tweet this. What are you gonna say, say? What are you gonna say? Um, how are you not like? All you gotta do is start. This is bullshit. Like what the. <laughs> Yeah, what do, what the hell does this mean? That's what you could say. Or just say, hey, Ashley, don't waste my time ever I'm again. I'm going to say, this is effing stupid. Effing stupid. Say, don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. All right, tweet it out, and you're probably going to get a million hits. <laughs> I think I'm just going to alienate one follower that actually I do have. Oh, yeah. That's actually not a bad – this is a bad idea. She's basically the only person that likes She likes myself every once in a while. This is effing stupid. Don't waste my time. Should I say that? If you're a bitch, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's let's. Uh, I got a couple more things for you here, John, before we wrap this thing up. Let's see. Oh, you you want to talk about you running for mayor? Ooh, we did put a poll out yesterday. How did it go? Well, it's just like a little uh, on Instagram. Our intern put this poll out. Just said who would win, John Grossi or Mayor Garcia? Doesn't technically say in what, but we can assume for the yeah, mayorship for the mayor position. Yeah. Uh, I'm leading in the polls. First ever. Uh, next election poll in Long Beach. I'm leading Mayor Garcia 66% to 34%. It's a landslide, Paul. Paul, that's an absolute – it was a shit-kicking. Yeah, out of – out of uh, ooh, I got 113, and he got 59. Well, you boat raced him. That's a decent sample size. No, what's what's 113? Hey, but 10 more – 113 10 more votes for him 59. who really won, you know? 172 people. I bet by the end of the day, 200 people have voted. That will be a damn good sample size. I think I voted for you. Did you? Yeah. I was actually kind of uh, pretty pissed at some of the people that didn't vote for me. Like who? Like my former teacher, Mrs. Riley, at Sanford Middle School. Oh, like man. what the hell? That's bu- that's bullshit. What happened to teachers believing in you? That's bullshit. Are you kidding me? I'm not. It's not even like who's gonna win. It's like, do you believe in me to win? And right. And and she said no. Um. Who else? Who else? Uh. I sort of got boat race in the Hispanic vote. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of the. Yeah, because everybody hates you for uh, calling him a Mexican. No, what? Yeah, you were being racist. Oh, last Mike Gardabasio voted for Robert Garcia. Oh, that's what son of a hell, bitch. What the hell, Mike? That's son of a bitch. Oh, he's listening to this, too. Wow. Shady McGrady. University trophies voted for Robert Garcia. Wow. Take back everything I said about him. Yikes. Matt Holiday, former intern, voted for Robert Garcia. See, I don't like that. This is kind of... The fact that it's not 100 to 0 is pretty, like, mind-boggling to me. Yeah. But you know that just shows it's a real poll, right? This is very. This is good data. It is good data. This is trust. We got a shot. Data. But you got to remember, this is only East Long Beach. You want to be my vice mayor? You're damn right, I do. <laughs> could you see the damage we could do? Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? Oh, I have so many good ideas, buddy. Are you serious? Oh, I know. Like I, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Rite Aid on <laughs> Terms Jesus. and Bellflower? 
Uh, we that could be our office. I know this is a nice office that we have here, but that would be spot on because we'd be right there with the people, bro. Yeah. Right next to the Trader Joe's, we could get the weird people vote. You know who did vote for me was Aaron Fajar over at Wilson. Shout out. That's nice. Appreciate that, that. That's nice. All right, so we got a shot. How do you how do you put in your application to run? Do you, who, do you just declare do you, it? If any of our listeners are political, it's called a super PAC, right? That's the thing with all the money. You're, I don't know. You're talking yeah, to the wrong guy. Either. All right, support me, sponsor me. So how do? You, but how do you run? Do we know? Just start putting signs up. I think. That's it. Oh, we know the people at University <laughs> Trophy. Yeah. Oh, but they're gonna probably write some bullshit because they voted oh, for Robert Garcia. Oh yeah. That's sad. Jeez. Maybe I didn't vote for it. Don't worry, I'll throw you extra vote. Yeah, See if throw, my name's in there. Throw me a vote. I'll throw you a vote. I actually went on some of my other Instagram accounts and voted for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's rigged. It's rigged. Are you tell me Robert Garcia doesn't have a couple Instagram accounts? Oh, uh, it's rigged. Oh, I got a few burners, no you doubt. son no of a bitch. No doubt. That's you what I need to do is get more burners on Twitter so I can like my shit. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. We should do that. Oh, that's a good idea. You could be like the Kevin Durant of Long Beach. Oh, I could start a super controversial account if my name's not on it, and then I'll get a bunch of followers, and then I'll retweet John Grossi stuff. Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, yeah, you should have a uh, burner account for sure. Dude, that's a good idea. Like our good friend uh, LaCroix Toy. Otto. Oh, yeah. Uh, Otto likes my stuff all the time. He hates Eric Sondheimer. You think Eric Sondheimer's going to listen to this? Hey, Eric Sondheimer, quit being a dick. <laughs> Unfo- follow me back. Yeah. Or don't throw me my block back. Speaking of block and Mr. Or, uh, Pre- what's his name? Mayor Garcia, Robert Garcia. Uh, Long Beach State volleyball lost for the first time. Did we talk about that in the interview? Yeah, we just talked we about did. that. Uh, I, he for sure has something to do with it. Or do you? I'm telling you. That's what I was going to say. You kind of jinxed it too by talking about it. No, I talked about him jinxing it. Mm. I tried to unjinx huh? it. I tried to, re- I tried to flip the jinx. And obviously it didn't work. We all know I'm lucky. Like when I said that the rally truly's and we got a W, w yep. against Michigan that one game for, for uh, Long Beach State baseball. I'm just saying. That is true. So I'm the lucky one. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, he's going to be pulling some stuff, though, when we go up against him. All Garcia? Your, yeah, all of your dirty laundry is going to be aired oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. All the times that you blacked it uh, – at uh, poor Dicks and went over to old Del Taco. Oh yeah, you're about to get everything leaked. You know who turned 21 yesterday? Today, who? Ariana Crockett. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wasn't gonna go out she tonight, had an, but she had an Instagram story last night at her house, like late. Did you crack with one Del open? Taco? Oh, smart. I think she had already cracked a few of them. Yeah. I was. I had a couple beers last night for. Her. Will Will I have some tonight? Probably wasn't going to, but probably now we will. Yeah, uh, well, I think I have to now. Yeah, um, it's a, just a guess on our show. All right, well, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about your mayor. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that you're gonna win. Yeah, I'm rooting for you. I just I, I want just, a little. Love. I just picture us basically doing the podcast in City Hall. Oh, but like with important imagine? people. Yeah, and, and then basically what, we'll just like do the podcast, and then we'll have a bunch of people carry out what we say. Yeah, and also we'll have those little my favorite <laughs> things. Those little. Huh. Those little, uh, like, uh, wrap sandwiches that you get at Costco on the platter oh, and, and yeah. that, like, come in those little pieces. Yeah. The little turkey and, like, lettuce mayo with mayonnaise in the tortilla. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking oh, about. It's the greatest thing of all time. And they're, like, cut up into little, like, you don't know quite what fraction it is, so you basically end up eating, like, 
five burritos of this thing. Right. But right. It's like only 20 pieces. We're just going to have that at the mayor's office? I picture that's pretty much every lunch is catered. Y- yeah. D- d- does he eat for free? Probably. I assume so. If you're the mayor of the city, you get to eat for free wherever? I think that's why he goes and does all those like photo appearances. He's like, oh my God, love this like taco place, but he just wants free tacos. Yeah, that's which isn't a bad idea. I know He's that because I do a very similar thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's yeah. Speak, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, got one here for you. Segment called Sad. Mm. No more beauty pageant at the Grand Prix. Sad. They banged it. They used to have a beauty contest. Yeah. And, and like it'd be Miss Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach or whatever. Mm. Or it's not Toyota now, it's Acura. Well, no one wants to be Miss Acura. Yeah, exactly. But they banged it. No more. Why? I don't know. No idea. They said that the girls don't care about it anymore or something like that. People aren't into beauty pa- pageants anymore. I- I'm not really into beauty pageants. I There was a lot of backlash. I was reading a lot of backlash saying that it's like kind of like it's a bad thing. Uh, when the ladies have to dress up in their like swimsuits and stuff like that or whatever. But like, I feel like if you like doing that, like there's no problem. No. Like if you're, what if you like beauty pageants? Yeah. And you like dressing up. I think it's just that like, that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's just the internet replaced it. That's true. Any reason you liked a beauty pageant before is just now on. It's online. It's on. You could just search beauty pageants on I Google mean, you and just you could go see or just look at girls' Instagrams. Yeah, that's <laughs> like what whoever we has do. the most followers is winning the beauty pageant. We should have a. We should have a Instagram models. We should have Instagram an Instagram beauty pageant, but only online, and we could like host it on Instagram Live. Ooh, For, from the but green you can't screen. be on Instagram Live. Live if it has to be in person to be on Instagram Live. No, but we'll be in person. Oh, we'll be in person. Yeah. Just us and the girls? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad idea. We'll get Justin Rudd involved. Yeah, he, yeah. You get Justin Rudd involved, all the girls just be yeah, in the show. Yeah, for up. sure. They're like, oh, it's a yeah, real deal. <laughs> so that's going to be a little bit sad. Speaking of free lunch, though, uh, the best part about the Grand Prix, at least for us, is that we get the free food and whatnot. Yeah. There's no way I go to the Grand Prix if I don't eat anything for free. Like, if I don't get stuff for free. Oh, that little meat. Are we going to that media luncheon, yeah, do you think? Yeah, it's April 11th. Oh, really? Yeah. So right after we, we we have the hangover of March, uh, we're sad about not being able to do March things anymore. And then right when you think it's over, Boom. a nice luncheon at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. You know I'm going to be crushing. I don't know what to have. Probably that good chicken last from last I year. Think, I don't think there's any luncheon that could be possibly be anything I care less about than that. Hear oh. them talk about like the... Uh, but there's free food. Yeah. Remember last year we got to ride in the uh, go-karts. Remember there's a go-kart thing over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. Maybe we should try that again. Pretty sure I won that. You know what I hate about those luncheons is I feel like it's always – there's someone talking, and I feel like I always chew real loud on the croutons. Is it just me or these luncheon croutons are like the crunchiest shits They're of thick. all time? They're little thick boys for yeah. sure. Get the, I like the soft croutons sometimes. Those are nice. What is that? You've never had a soft crouton? Isn't that bread? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's like good. stuffing. Yep. I like croutons. Stuffing's just soft croutons. <laughs> That's a good point. Stuffing's just a bunch of soft croutons. I like croutons, but I don't like them as much as some people like you. You like croutons. I'm not a huge fan. It's kind of like sweets for me. Like, you were offering me chocolate the other day. And, like, I'll have one. I ain't going to have 100. You know what I mean? Right. You didn't have one. I'd rather have a bunch of burgers. Yeah. If you put, oh, that's a good idea. They should put mini, mini burgers in, like, a little case. They're called sliders. No, but I'm talking mini burgers. I got like, <laughs> oh, fig- like in an M M&M and M bag. Yeah, 
That's not a bad idea. That's a million dollar idea. <laughs> I know. Can we do it? Yeah. But how do you got to keep them hot? I just though? watched that movie on McDonald's. We could revolutionize it. What movie? Weird. Super Size Me? No, no, no. no. It was called... Because uh, F that movie. Founder. Hmm. It's about the guy that made McDonald's all over the place. You know Chipotle is owned by McDonald's? Is it really? Yeah. So what? Is Raising Cane's coming in or what? Not what do you mean? Wasn't there supposed to be a Raising Cane's over by Chipotle? They banged yeah. it? Well, it, you can't just do it in one foul swoop, bud. It's got to be... <laughs> It takes a while, right, to make a building. We should ask Mayor Garcia when we're running against him. True. It's be a hot debate. When does it start? I don't know. Did he you... just win? Oh no, that he had the he came out with the uh, the extra pa- term. Yeah, he thing. just passed a bill so he could could run a third election. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I, see. I have to do justice and beat him to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then yeah, but you're gonna keep it forever. You're gonna like oh, it for sure. Yeah, you're gonna like what you're doing. You're gonna be like James Dolan. Was it James Dolan of the uh, Knicks? The Knicks owner. He's just he's so shitty at his job, but he just loves it so much that he's not gonna give it up. Oh yeah, that's gonna be you. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, laughing at Long Beach State. Long Beach State is opening 16 cl- classrooms downtown. Really? Mm-hmm. Because downtown is. Uh, so, such a huge part of of Long Beach State culture mm. that they're going to build a. Uh, I don't even know if this is a bad thing. I just every t- time Long Beach State makes a decision, I like to say that it's the wrong one. So this isn't going to work out. If it's like any of their other decisions, probably it's not going to work out. Well, see here. Here's the deal. It's not going to save traffic at all over here. Like g- these sixteen classrooms aren't going to be that big of a deal. Uh, for this congestion that we have at this the university already but the 16 classrooms over there is going to make it more congested downtown like i know it's not a lot but it's going to be like packed you know how many uh tardies there are going to be at these classrooms because nobody's going to be able to get to school on time i agree and the angels are coming (laughs) so like jesus i played basketball twice at the rec center at the college gym What's, what, why is everyone so mean? Is that just like, is that college kids or is that just the basketball culture? But I feel like everyone's like just constantly talking shit on everyone. It's like, dude, can we just get out here and play some fun basketball? Oh, the, on the court they're talking smack? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're being mean to you, huh? They're bullying you a little bit? I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I played phenomenal. So they oh, eventually, hot, huh? so like, like, like you do one bad thing and not even me. It's like everyone's like talking crap on each other, but like not even like joking. Like, what is that? Why can't we all just ha- like play a game? Yeah, I get that. I think it has to do with just the culture at Long Beach State. Like people hate each other over there. <laughs> like they, yeah. You go to the same. Remember school. when we used to play pickup games at the gold mine? Yeah. When we were like in high school, and all the college kids there would be like awesome, and like we yeah, just be playing. Cool. Obviously, you play like tough games, but like, like when did this start? Where it's like, like everyone just has to constantly be like jabbering about how they're, how like you're weak and like i'm better than you like what is that it's because larry reynolds is gone yep we need larry reynolds built a culture him and wade morgan yep be nice to everybody mm-hmm. and you see how great the university was going back then now look at us good morning to you good morning to you we're all in our places with bright shiny faces good morning to you good morning to you yeah not anymore nope i saw this meme the other day it said like say say good morning to someone every day just trust me it'll make your day so much better I'm thinking shit. I say morning to like 80 people yeah. every day. How's your day? Yeah. Is it better? 
worse. Oh, I can only imagine. It must be horrible <laughs> if I didn't. Dude, you couldn't pay me to talk to somebody at between 8 and 9 a.m. Oh, I love it. This is a nightmare. I, yeah, see, you're the worst. It's people like you that are the worst. Yeah, I'm a mess. Like, if you, the guy talking to people on a plane, <laughs> the guy, like, waiting in line at a coffee shop, and you're like, I wish they would hurry up a little bit, huh? Why don't you shut the hell up? <laughs> it's guys like you, buddy, that make me so pissed I th- off. I think, uh, I think random people like me. No. No one that, no one that, like, knows me does. No, it's the opposite. Uh, nobody likes you. Not even people <laughs> that like you. Like Except you. for sixty-six percent of the Long Beach demographic. Sup, <laughs> Rob Gar? All right, you got anything else? Anything else wrong with Long Beach State that you want to get off your chest? Uh, we always make fun of them. I know I'm a little cynical, but like this isn't going to work out. I already saw that the. Uh, I think the final four volleyball game. It's on the day of the Kentucky Derby. Like, is it? That's. I don't know what they want me to do. Yeah, we're not gonna go. It's, it's literally the only horse race that matters. It's well, the, it's the oldest established sporting event. Do you know that in America? Really? Yeah. The hundred and fiftieth Kentucky Derby. Saw it on Jeopardy one time. Really? That's speaking good. of. Hey, huh. thoughts and prayers to Alex Trebek. He died. What is he has cancer? Oh no. Damn, I didn't know that. I like yeah. that guy. He's a great guy. Oh, dude, the guy. You think he's the smartest person in the world? No. I think he has to be. I think he's probably one of the dumbest people. No, I disagree. <laughs> he has to be smart. You think so? Yeah. He has the cue cards. So? I mean, he can read. I know you You like odd people that can read. Yeah, it's hard. Quit. Why are you always, always going to make fun of me? You know, I don't feel bad. I know I have, like, I put, a sh- put on a show that I, like, am the <laughs> toughest guy of all time. But when people say that I can't read, it hurts. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the 908 Athlete of the Week. 908 Athlete of the Week is bum, bum, bum. Jacob Huey, Long Beach State Baseball. And it's not even like that he did anything good. I just have to talk about him because he's literally the only player on that team that's doing something that's productive. Hmm. Everybody else is terrible. The team's terrible. He's hitting 281 with 14 RBIs this year. Nobody on the team has more than 10 or like 8 RBIs. So he's like stepping up for a squad. Got to give a quick shout out to my boy. They're 3 th- and 20, by the way. 3 and 20. They have 3 wins. That's better than 2 wins. I thought they had 2. We did that wow. over under with Mike on wins. What's your what's your real prediction? How many what's how many games did they play? It was 9 and a half, right? But like, how how many games do they play in a season? There are they have the Big West games left and Tuesday games, so that's one, that's three per week, four per week for how many more weeks? That's what I'm asking. Five, so maybe 20, 20 games left. Uh, it's got to be more than that. Let's say seven. I think they're going to win twelve. What they always do. What these coaches have a knack for doing is winning just enough games to, to not get fired. S- not get fired. Yeah. Well, they already. They, to, I mean, to make it where it's like you have to, like, say I'm firing you because this isn't what we want. But right. they win. They, like, if you win four games all year, you, you'd be like walk into the office and be like, "Listen, you know this is happening." Yeah. Well, all Buckley needs to do is uh, hit his like 
retirement quota for how much he's going to make. What's that thing called? Pension? Pension, yeah. Uh, once he hits his pension, he'll probably shut it down. Uh, I mean, I could imagine. Do Long Beach State coaches get a pension? Yeah. Jeez. For sure. Dude. My offer still stands. I'll take the job. Dude, I would do this job for so much, like, little of money. Like, do I get a pension later? Hopefully. Yeah. But, like, you throw me, like, 25K right now? I got you. People say we don't care about the city. We're about to be mayor, vice mayor. I'm going to be head basketball coach. You're going to be head baseball coach. All at the same time. You know how busy we're going to be? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be – it's a lot of work. And I'm not even doing it for that much money. That's how much I care about the city. I'm doing it for the Costco platters at City Hall and the Naples rib <laughs> after the game. <laughs> speaking of uh, – That's all I'm doing it for. Speaking of uh, uh, coaches – Shout out to Pat Scully mm. of the Oregon Ducks, who they're in the Sweet 16 yep. this year. What's I wonder what Pat's official title is? Video coordinator? Yeah, video guy. He runs like the uh, the game film and whatnot for the Oregon Ducks. I'm not saying that Pat is like the greatest thing that's happened to or- the University of Oregon because mm. that's probably uh, Phil Knight, the Nike guy. Yeah. But I mean. Since he's been there, they've been to a Final Four and multiple Sweet 16s. And where were they before? You know what I mean? Mm. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, you get a guy like us, you get a guy like us into a program like that, and all of a sudden. So what's going on there saying Nike was giving out? I don't know. Some guy was saying some bullshit, and now he's getting the backlash or whatever because Nike's got some powerful people, so I wouldn't mess around with Nike or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. Pat doesn't have anything to do with it, so I'm not worried about him. Does he not? Because I do, I do have some free gear from. <laughs> as soon as that scandal came out, I was like, "Wait, you're right. Nike's just giving giving people shit." Well, they Nike sponsors Oregon, so they give them the gear. Yeah. And Pat, I think he just like threw us some of the gear that yeah. was supposed to be his. Can't wait to wear that polo. I'm wearing my Oregon polo on Friday. How did you get one? That pisses me off, kind of. Uh, I got one. Because I have one. Which one? Is it the one with the duck on it? Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, I have one too because I went to school there. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I have one because I'm just a, I'm a up and rising coach. You're f- or, Oregon wants to keep keep me Ooh. wooed. Well, Guess what else I'm wearing? My free shirt from Long Beach State. Munson gave it to me. That's no true. big deal. Ah, huh? is that a scandal? Uh oh. Well, he just gave you the one off of his back. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. But once Pat gets a big time job somewhere. Like, he's going to probably coach at LMU, let's say. Yeah. Do we leave our posts at Long Beach State to go help Pat out at LMU? <laughs> Can you imagine the press conference? I'm, I've decided to step down as mayor of Long Beach. <laughs> My good buddy, Pat Scully. Just got the head coaching job at LMU. We got to help him out. Needs the guy that sits on the bench in a suit next to him. Well, Pat's going to be one of those Brad Steven-like guys where he's yeah. going to take LMU to the top, and then like the Nuggets are going to be like, oh, we need this guy. Yep. And then we're going to travel to Denver because it's one of our favorite cities, and you're going to be like, no, I'm not going. I'm staying here at LMU. And then you're going to be stuck by yourself just because you hate the city of Denver. Wait, so in this, I'm just at LMU? That mm-hmm. sounds shitty. By yourself. You don't even have friends. LMU. See, when you say LMU, I'm reminded of how I do like Long Beach State. Because LMU is just the worst. Yeah. LMU is a bottom five university. I can't even stand the sight of it. I'm thinking about it right now, and I feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, that gym—it's disgusting. Ugh. 
hate that place. Oh, I've been to their baseball field, actually. It's not too bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Disgusting. You got anything else? No. Or, hey, is Q still doing that thing? Yeah. We went to Q Smokehouse downtown. You're stealing. It's literally stealing. It's $2 pints, $3 talls. We had a million of them. It's, it's any March Madness game. It's there in any March Madness game. So basically all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. We were there, what, last Friday? Yeah. Yeah. No, Saturday. No, Friday. And then if you get to the $50 tab, you get to take a shot with a little Nerf basketball for a chance to make, to get $10 off. It's also just a good time just to take shots over there. Yeah. And it's not an easy shot. I'm not saying you're going to make it. But what I will say is that I walked up there stone cold and just swished the shit out of it. Yeah, that was and got tight. us $10 off. I needed that bad. We had like $40 off. Yeah. Because everybody kept making their shots. Oh, yeah. I was way too sauce to rip one of those. I just yeah. couldn't. I was for sure going to miss. Speaking of March Madness, I am so hot right now on my bets. Good. I'm smoking hot. So when, I, when we go to Q, everything's going to be on me. <laughs> I am absolutely torching right now. I like that. I'll meet, see you guys there. You got anything else? Uh, just I don't know if I said it. Uh, I just want to say it. This is my last year picking Duke. I'm tired of it. I need to get out of this this thing. Yeah, you did tell me that. I'm saying it on air. I've picked Duke to win the national championship the last 15 years in a row. I get depressed every time I fill up my bracket. Why do you get depressed? Because I realize that like You're, I nothing can't, has changed. Nothing like I don't control my own destiny. Almost like I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I sit down not necessarily knowing who I'm going to pick, but it's been Duke literally my whole life. At least you have a chance, though. Like That's what I'm saying. This year I have a chance. Well, and no, then, no, no, but, like, when you say, okay, Duke's going to win it this year, like, that's not a bad bet. You're betting on something that's Yeah, okay. but it makes it not fun. But if you went with, like, your, your brains that really doesn't <laughs> know too much about college <laughs> basketball and you're like, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, Big O picking freaking Wisconsin is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that's awesome. I was like, dude, my dad picked there's Wisconsin a zero percent yeah. chance to get out of the first round. I'm doing one of those little second chancers. I mm. think I'm gonna pick Tennessee. Some of Tennessee, I just like them. I hate Tennessee. Uh, makes me like them more. Well, they were up by 25 and they couldn't cover eight. That was dude. Uh, F off. That was brutal. I'm so mad at them. Same thing with Auburn. We got no time for Auburn. Oh, I got something else to say about Long Beach. The Clydesdales are coming to Legends. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Should we go? It's at two, which is good because we. Oh, you know what we could do? Two to four. There's a game on at 4. Yeah. So we we check out the Clydesdales from 2 to 4 and yep. then immediately go into March Madness. Yep. What a time to be alive. The Budweiser Clydesdales. Yeah. You think we could touch them? Do you think they have corn syrup? Should we feed the Clydesdales corn syrup? Yeah. Oh. What if we go undercover and feed the Clydesdales corn syrup That's and get it, not a bad and idea. get it on video? We would go viral for sure. That's not a bad idea. How do we get corn syrup? Where is it? What is? Yeah, I don't know. Can you just can buy you it like syrup? They sell it at the school, at the store. Got it, right? We could, we should probably do a little bit but of can you research imagine on that. If we like did a little like yeah. video with it in our hands yeah. and we oh, just fed to the whole like, feed them like carrots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, put a, a yeah, carrot yeah. on the corn syrup and then get. Oh my god! We, oh, that's how you could get Twitter. Who's like would retweet the shit out of that? Yeah, I'm pumped. Absolutely pumped. I'm gonna do it. Sounds good. I'm in. All right, we'll see you guys there. Legends, 2 p.m. Friday. Be there, be square. Life is great in the 908. Shoot your shoot. So shoot your shot.